to the Prophecy Club. I, oh, how do I tell you this? Every once in a while, I just feel like I have to just not make notes, not do research, but I just kind of have to share with my heart, and that's what I'm going to do today. So as I said yesterday, a good friend of mine called night before last and said, Stan, my opinion, you probably know more about Bible prophecy and the things that are coming for the world than anybody I know, and I respect your opinion. I would like to know what do you think is going on. So that's where I'd like to start today, just kind of share my heart, as I did with him. And I said, well, if my own mother were to call, this is what I would tell her. I believe that right now America is in a crossroads. We're at a Y in the road. Either we go left, we go down, we go towards communism, we go towards world government, we go towards the Russians attacking and America falling. Or if we can fulfill enough of Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, here it is, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. If we can get enough of that turn from our wicked ways, which I have to believe is referring to the massive arrest. As I told you, I need to memorize the date here, but it was like six weeks ago. Got up from a nap, 3.17 in the afternoon, and I heard four words. Massive arrests, massive arrests. So I have to believe that the massive arrests are coming. Now, what does that mean? I want to believe that that is turned from our wicked ways. I want to believe that none of these bad guys can possibly be rounded up so that instead of turning to the left, to communism, to Biden and all that other sort of stuff, I want to believe that we can turn to the right and that we can get a new financial system, a new republic set in place, and with probably Trump as the leader of it or somehow a major say of it, but mainly that the good guys win and the bad guys lose. Now, let me play something you probably haven't thought of, and this keeps coming to my heart, so I'll share it with you. The day that Jesus rode into town on a donkey, and they threw out palm leaves in front of him, and they said, Hosanna, Hosanna, to the king of kings, or whatever it was that they said. What was really supposed to happen was the Jews were really supposed to accept Jesus as Messiah that day. And then probably a few months after that, he would be crowned King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and literally we would have not had the last 2,000 years. But of course, that was not what they chose. Instead, the leaders chose, and they were ones in charge, kind of like the Moloch and the Baal worshipers are right now, and that's who it was then, that's who it was that Moses was fighting when he came down off of Mount Sinai with the Ten Commandments. He looked down, and they had made a golden calf. That's Moloch and Baal worship. That's human sacrifice, eating people, literally, literally, and drinking their blood. That's what Moloch and Baal does. So sex trafficking and pedophilia is just a small little sideline. What they really think that they are doing and matter of fact, I, and I agree with Benjamin Fulford here, he said what World War II really was is sacrificing some six million Jews to their god, Moloch and Baal. And of course, how do they sacrifice them? Well, the ultimate sacrifice is by fire. Well, what did they do to the six million Jews? They put them into ovens. So I was shocked, but all of a sudden I realized and I saw the truth of what had really happened. What was supposed to happen 
is the leadership, unfortunately, probably worshiping Moloch and Baal in secret in those days too, the leadership was supposed to accept Jesus and crown him king of kings and lord of lords. But of course, that didn't happen. So God drew a line in the sand and gave us another 2,000 years. And we should be glad of that, because if not, then our name will not be in the book of life. Right now, I believe what God wants to do is the same thing. No, not Jesus be crowned King of kings and Lord of lords yet. What I'm trying to say is that Jerusalem, the Jews, in those days were at a crossroads. And there's probably, if we can only see through time, there's probably been many of those crossroads. Right now, America is at a crossroads. Either we get these massive arrests made. Oh, Stan, I don't have any control over that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, we are the ones that have control over that. Because when he called the disciples together, he said he was giving us over all power, over all of the enemy, to tread upon scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy, nothing by any means should hurt us. So it's really not up to Donald Trump or to the military or whoever is behind it. That's right. It's really up to us. Just like Leslie was told here a few months ago when we were told we needed to fast, uh, pray on our face four days, four times a day for four days to pray for get, to get four more years for Trump, and then we could have the possibility of 40 more years. I don't think that fell to the ground. I think we did it. Now, I don't know if we've done it enough. That's, I guess, a major point that I want to make today. I don't know if we've done it enough, but I think that we are at a crossroads. Right now, God is saying, I don't think he's even saying America, and I certainly don't think he's saying the world, and I certainly don't think he's talking to politics. I think he's saying to his church, Right now, I'm talking about those that are called by his name, those people that do know how to connect, how to pray, how to fast. And sad to say, but if you have never fasted, you're probably not in the group I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that do know how to get a hold of a fast and get a hold of their Bible and get, a, and get on their face and get on their face and cry out to God. Those are the kind of people I'm talking about. And if we can get enough, and, and, and I hate to say that probably the lion's share of them are Prophecy Club people, because you're the ones that are getting the information where either you will turn the channel and you will find somebody else to bless you, or you will endure and you will become thick-skinned and you will become, to put on your full arm of God, you'll put the angels around about, you know how to pray. So it's probably, it's just like I had a, a congregation, it came through the grapevine to me. Well, Pastor Sam, this one person is thinking about not coming back to the Spirit of Prophecy Church because she's just too scared. And I mentioned that to one of our very, very best people. And he said, Stan, don't do it. Don't do it. He said, there's plenty of milk toast churches out there. If they want milk, there's a lot of places serving up milk. He said, but there's not very many people serving up meat. He said, you guys stay with meat. You, you, you can't change. You, well, and of course I'm not. But I mean, it's just, it, it's very hurtful. It's very painful to see that people don't want to endure. They want it soft. They want just like, for example, I've asked people to write out the book of Revelation. 
Now, you might say, well, Stan, you have a hole in your head because who's going to want to write out the book of Revelation to come to a class on the school of the watchman? I'm going to say the ones that are the real watchmen. Because, look, it, if you'd have come to me 40 years ago and said, do you want to go to a school of the watchmen where you're required to write out the book of Revelation and they're going to do a deep dive in Revelation? They're going to really teach you and help you to understand, be there, answer questions, make certain you get it through your thick skull. Do you want to go to that? I said, man, yeah. I said, don't even tell me how much it is. I'll pay it. I'm going to be there. I will find the way to be there. I will get off. I will do whatever. I will be there. I want that kind of training. See, now everybody else wants, oh, well, no, we just want it easy. We just want to come in and listen to a nice, entertaining talk where we're laughing and having a good time. And then we pat each other on back and then we go get a lunch and we come back. And No, no, this is a deep dive. This is for those people that understand we're in the last days. And if we don't get these arrests done, and I said that right, if we don't get these rests done, if we don't get America to turn from wicked ways, then I think that Russia is going to attack. I mean, right now, God is sitting here saying, I'm ready to do it. Here, let me pull this up. This comes from HalTurnerRadioShow.com. I'm live on the, 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 the site right now. And it says, urgent. U.S. State Department tells Americans to leave Russia by June 15th. Now, there's some other things that says that right now, the Biden administration and Russia are not happy campers. And I think that it is people in high places that don't want to be arrested. They are threatening. We're going to make Russia mad enough to attack you and take you out if you don't do what we want. You start arresting us, we're going to start arresting you. And I think that's what, here's another article, breaking news, FBI executing search warrant at home of Rudy Giuliani. And I saw him last night on Tucker Carlson, and he said, uh, for two years I've been trying to give them this information, they wouldn't take it. He said, so then they came banging on my door at 6 o'clock in the morning, and they wanted electronics. He said, I'd been offering them these for two years, and they didn't want them. They didn't even want the stuff about, well, anyway. The point is, I think the reason they came after Giuliani is because some of the good guys, I'll just call them that, whoever they are, wherever they are, some of the good guys have been arresting some of the bad guys. And this is the retaliation. And I think that's the reason they're also threatening suitcase nukes. And by the way, if you haven't made preparations for suitcase nukes, then I suggest you do that. And I suggest that that means you need to have some potassium iodide pills and you need to have a mask, something like an M95 mask, because you don't want to breathe in that radioactive dust. And, of course, you probably want to have an EMP shield. And you get that at empshield.com. Just uh, the promo code there is PROPHECY. And that helps your prophecy club if you get something. Because when an EMP goes off or a nuclear device goes off close to you, fries all the computer chips. I understand it does not hit cell phones because they don't have wires long enough to pick it up is what EMP Shield tells me. But uh, for sure, cars and houses. And just like, uh, what was his name? I forget his name. He saw uh, all of the cars in Atlanta would not start after a small nuclear device, probably a suitcase nuke, went off in downtown Atlanta. But he was way outside of Atlanta. In other words, all of the cars, none of them, none of them would start. So, again, getting something like that is very good. And since I'm on the preparation thing here a little bit, I do think that you should have 
how do I say this? I th- do think it's important for a person to have some gold, silver, and if you're into it, rhodium and some of those other exotic metals. But in my opinion, I think a person should have a minimum of a handful of gold coins and a very, very minimum of a handful of silver coins, but probably more like um, a marble bag. <laughs> That's the only thing come mind back when I used to play marbles when I was a kid. A marble bag, probably, I don't know how to tell you the size, but it ought to be... Probably all the silver that you can put in the pockets of your blue jeans. That's that's the minimum amount of silver. Why? Because, okay, so you're in the middle of Timbuktu and you're trying to get to some place where they're not taking any more credit cards or any more paper dollars. So you pull up and you pull out a one ounce gold coin, which right now I guess is what I think is like about $2,000. You pull out that for a take of gas? <laughs> Too much. Okay, well, I can't give you change for that. So now you're stuck with having to give them a one-ounce gold coin, and you'll do it to get a tank of gas. But much better, probably pull out a coin or two of a silver, one-ounce silver coin, and they'll probably take it. See, so you want the small coins for the day-to-day items. But you want the gold coins because they might be what gets you out of the country. They might be what is required for you and your family to get on the last plane from Dodge, okay? So I do think it's important. I also do think that we need to be thinking about, so the electricity goes off again, EMP hits it. I mean, it's not going to be coming back on. Like our electricity was on for 30 minutes, off 30 minutes, on for 30 minutes. But I had preparations, not fully in place, but I had preparations. We we would have been okay if it didn't even come back on. Now, here what, what, what I'm trying to say, I think that America right now, the Christian church right now, is at a crossroads. I'm saying right now, brothers and sisters, we have to fast, we have to pray, and we have to pray specifically that we are able to turn from our wicked ways. And the only way I know to do that, to really get the people in high places, the Moloch and the Baal worshippers, the people that run our financial system, the international bankers, the Khazaria Mafia, the deep state that has tentacles every place, would be a massive arrest campaign, a massive Massive roundup. Well, Stan, I'm not involved in that. I can't make that happen. Oh, yes. That's exact. It's up to us. That's We are exactly what can make that happen. How? Here's what I pray, and I've been praying this now for quite a while. After I get done with my regular prayer closet, then first thing I do is put on my full armor of God again. Yes, I know I put it on first thing in the morning, but I put it on again. Put on the full arm of God, put the angels around about me, me and my family, our finances, our possessions, all of our ministries, all of our supporters. I pray this for you every night. Then I go to sending out the angels. Like, for example, uh, I'd say, first of all, in the name of Jesus, after putting on the full arm of God and helmet to salvation, all that, the full arm of God and also the angels around about me, because you got to do that. You're going to fight against the devil. You, You better have God's protection. And that's what I'm about to do. And I say, I pray specifically, and I'm sending out the ministering, protecting, guardian, and warrior angels to destroy works of darkness and evil in high places, principalities and powers. And, I, for example, I, I start sending out the various angels from Revelation. Like, for example, uh, Revelation 5.2. I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. So 
I send this strong angel out that challenges me men to their holiness, and I ask that angel to go out and see that justice is brought to the house of God, because the Bible says that judgment begins at the house of God. So if we're going to clean up our nation, the first thing we have to clean up, first thing we have to pray that God will clean up is the church. And then the next thing, and I'll go through several of the angels in there, and people have been asking me to put this all together and put it up on the Dropbox at uh, prophecyclub.com, and I'm about halfway through it, and probably here in the next few days I'll get it finished, and then I'll put it up there. But, like, for example, I'll, I remember in Revelation 20, I believe it is, I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold upon the dragon, an old serpent, called the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottom of the pit, and shut him up, set a seal on him, that he deceived the nations no more till the thousand years were fulfilled. So I'll say, in the name of Jesus, the angel that will eventually put chains on and lock up the devil, I send him out in the name of Jesus to pull down the Moloch and the ball worshippers to pull them down and to bring justice into that, to bring justice into the evil in high places, the principalities and, and powers, and to help our nation to turn from where we, our wicked ways. And I begin praying that every night, which, by the way, we are going to be having, well, I need to do two different meetings. Uh, the, the furthest one, which I'm only mentioning in brief right now, is September 6, 7, and 8. We're going to have another 48-hour fasting and prayer another solemn September assembly. Talk about that more later. But I started mentioning about this, this Stan School of the Watchmen, June 11 to 13. If you want to understand Bible prophecy, I mean, not just cursory, not where you kind of get a little bit of a grip on it, to where you can find yourself in a conversation with somebody that knows what they're talking about and be able to go toe-to-toe with them and know what you're talking about and be able to quote it to a large degree, you come to Stan School of the Watchmen, June 11 to 13. So what I ask you to do is to write out the whole book of Revelation. Why? Because you can't understand it until you start getting it into your heart. It's not a matter of just reading through it. I can tell you right now, you will never understand Revelation reading Revelation. I'll say it again. You will never understand Revelation just reading Revelation. The mind cannot hold it eventually, for you to understand it, two things are going to have to happen. You'll have to memorize it, which is not impossible, and you're going to have to have the revelation spirit to help you to remember it and show you the deep and secret things, because you're not just learning ink on paper. See, God's word is eternal. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will never pass away. His word is eternal, and it is deep, and it is so deep you can never learn it all. You can never glean, or you can't get all the revelations out of it. Just like last night, going through, refreshing my memory on the book of Revelation from my book that I wrote out. Every time before I start, I say, Lord, show me the deep and secret things. Uh, show me the kingdom, mysteries of the kingdom, because wisdom and might are yours. You change the times and seasons. You remove the kings and setteth up kings. You giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. You reveal the deep and secret things. Lord, show me the deep and secret things. Show me the mysteries of the kingdom. I love you. I love your word, and I want to remember this. I want to know more, more, more about you and about your kingdom, and that's what it's going to take. So you write out the book of Revelation. I don't know, probably four, five, six hours someplace in there. It's going to take some work. But if you want to learn it, I'm, I'm telling you how to, what it's going to take. 
You're never going to learn it by just reading it. I'll say it again. You're never going to learn it by just reading it. You will never learn it by just reading it. It starts, but not ends with, it starts with writing it out. So you write out the book of Revelation in a spiral ring notebook. Go to prophecyclub.com, get signed up, and when you do, you'll get an email that will show you how to start writing it out in your own spiral ring notebook. You bring that notebook and your King James Bible to this class because for one weekend, we're going to take a deep dive and we're going to help you to really understand Bible prophecy like you have never understood it in your life. I promise. I don't care how many books you've read. Matter of fact, that's another thing. You can read all the books, listen to all the sermons you want to. You can read uh, Revelation every day. In my opinion, you can read it every day for a year and you still won't understand it. It's not until eventually two things have to happen. You have to memorize it and you have to get the spirit of Revelation because Things are not learned by just ink on paper, by just reading them. It's a, it's a spirit. It's a revelation. You have to get the revelation on it. And that's what we're going to try to do for you at this Stan School of the Watchman. Come here. Uh, yeah, it's probably going to be less than 100 people, so I'm going to have a lot of um, interaction with you, answering questions as we go along. My job, my heart, is by the time we get through this, you're going to really know. <laughs> I mean, you're going to really know not only Revelation, but there's a lot of things that tie to it, too. I'm going to be there to answer your questions. This is my heart. This is what I was put on earth to do. So anyway, back to what I do. I believe that we Christians, we have to start praying, have to keep praying, maybe to say it like that, have to keep praying that these Moloch and these Baal worshipers, these evil and high-placed principalities and powers and rulers of darkness, we have to to send justice. What I, I keep praying, Lord, is bring justice, because I don't know just what needs to happen to those people. I don't know. But I know the Bible, or the, the, the uh, Pledge of Allegiance says, liberty and justice for all. Well, I pray that justice will be served throughout our land, beginning with the church. And that's righteous prayer. That's the way to pray, that justice will be served. I pray that justice will be served starting in our churches, but, Lord, I keep saying, but make certain to get all of those people in high places, those rich, wealthy, evil people, the people that control the media, control the government, control, control, and they're hidden in the secret. And you're the only one that knows who they are and where they are. And that's nothing. I'll send out another angel to go and expose them, to expose them so that their evil and their dirty little secrets and their dear, dirty deeds get recognized get and, and, and get reported on and that that justice is served up for them. Right now, we are needing justice in our nation. If our nation is going to continue, unless we want to see Russia attack us, we've got to pray for justice. Justice, justice, justice. And and here's what I did. So there's like 33 angels mentioned, and that's not caught, talking about the part where it says thousands upon thousands, or 10,000 times 10,000, thousands upon thousands. I'm not talking about I'm talking about... 10, or excuse me, 33 specific angels mentioned in the book of Revelation. And I send those angels out based upon who they are and what their job is. And here, let me give you an example. Revelation twelve seven, And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. I pray, I send out Michael, whose angels will defeat Satan, 
and kick him out of heaven in the middle of the tribulation to kick out the evil out of Israel in America, the government, the house of God, the media, the educators, the military, and those whose names are in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. So I go down and I pray through these 33 different angels, sending them out to do things that are like what they've been told to do in Revelation. If our nation is going to get another 40 years, and I don't know that it will, but if it's going to continue any longer, I can tell you this, if it is to be, it is up to me. In other words, as in me and you, as in the people that do know their God, the people that know how to pray, those people, probably most of them are speaking in tongues. They have prayer closets. Those are the kind of people that are really running the country. It's not the government, <laughs> because he didn't say he gave government all power over all of the enemy. He gave power over all the enemy to us. It is what says, what comes out of our mouth is the way it goes. It is up to us. It's up, like, like Gorbachev is reported as saying, the greatest threat to communism are those tongue-talking Christians. Why? Because we know how to reach the heart of God. If we reach the heart of God, there is nothing impossible to us. John fifteen seven. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and be given. That's the kind of people that can reach the heart of God. So if that's one of you, if you want to be a soul winner, if you want to serve the Lord, if you want to understand Bible prophecy, if you want to be able to give an answer and to teach the book of Revelation, you go to prophecyclub.com today. Matter of fact, right now we're only looking at a maximum of 100 people, and I understand that we had like 10 people sign up in the first day or two. Go to, to prophecyclub.com and get signed up to come to Stan School of the Watchman, June 11 to 13. Stan School of the Watchman, June 11 to 13. We are going to take a deep dive into the book of Revelation, and you are going to float out of the room. You will absolutely love it. I'm going to say that you may be closer to Jesus after this meeting than anything you've done in your life. Prophet Leslie Johnson has a new book called Shekinah, Not Right. She says, an invitation for the majestic presence or a manifestation of a fallen angel called Shekinah has entered the church. This powerful, seductive, demonic spirit presents a lie that looks so tempting to many Christians causing the worshipers to feel as if they have entered into a higher dimension of communication with the Lord. Shekinah is actually a fallen angel, a demonic presence, even more subtle and more powerful than those demons that routinely attack us day to day. Shekinah not right. One for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Prophet Leslie's book, Snake in the House, is talking about the compromise in the body of Christ. The serpent is coiled in the church, Hiding in the Weeds of Compromise. What are the manifestations of lying signs and wonders? What are the false religions allowed in the church? What is wrong with yoga? And what does Hinduism have to do with the Christian church? And what is wrong with contemplative and centering prayer? What do I do if I have been exposed to the deceptive kundalini spirit? One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them a shrink wrap set to 10. One set of 10 for 30, two sets of 10 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Leslie made a perfume, and it's called Virtuous, and it is absolutely awesome. It is the best scent I've ever smelled in my life, any place, anywhere. You're going to get Leslie's Virtuous Perfume. 
Her book, More Than a Ruby and DVD, and a rose pen, and a silk rose, and 10 milliliters of Leslie's Perfect Touch Anointing Oil, six items valued at $162, all for a gift of just $100. That's Leslie's Mother's Day gift at prophecyclub.com. When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. The worst thing is to find yourself in an emergency and you do not have the food. But the second worst thing is to open the food you bought and your family won't eat it because it is garbage. That's the reason so many people get HeavensHarvest.com food because it's really good food, edible food in an emergency. It may be 10, 15, 20 years down the road. All of a sudden you do need it. You can open it and your family is going to eat it. HeavensHarvest.com. Put in the promo code STAN. It helps your prophecy club. HeavensHarvest.com, promo code STAN. You can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. 